welcome to the Kinetic Picture Podcast, where we talk everything about movies and like movie news related stuff. We react to everything movies. I am your host, Christian Dentoli, and with me, we only have two of our crew today Dominic Toscano. Hello. And Star Kai. Yo. So recently, word has come about of a beloved film, television, entertainer, actor, whatever you want to call it, our good friend Kevin Spacey. So it's a shame. Good friend. Yes, good friend. Apparently, thirty years ago, Kevin Spacey um, made inappropriate advances to a young man, Anthony Rapp, who is in the new Star Trek series. Well, when he was fourteen, while Kevin yeah. Spacey was twenty-six. So when he gets accused, Kevin Spacey comes out as gay, which kind of like defers attention away from the fact that he. I feel like that's what he's trying to do. Yeah, I think that's yeah. what he's trying to do too. So that that that. that that's a thing. Like, that doesn't excuse the yeah. fact that it's a kid. Yeah, kid that's 12 years older, or 12 years younger than you. And, and it's like, even if he was drunk, when he, like, approached him, why was the kid at the party anyway, where everybody was drinking? Yeah. And, like, didn't have a parent or something? And then you gotta think about, too, um, like, the way he worded his apology was like, if I did it, I'm sorry. Like, what? <laughs> Wait, like, how, how long I mean, ago was this? Like uh, 1986. Yeah, yeah. A That's long a long time, time ago. Yeah. I mean, I can understand if you don't remember it, but like... The way it But sounds, the way it's worded, it yeah. sounds like, oh, I could have... I maybe have done it. Like, if somebody accused me of raping a girl, I'd be like, what the heck? No, I didn't do that. I'd be, I get real defensive, but he's like, if I did, I guess I'm sorry. Like, <laughs> what? I mean, obviously, we all think that this is pretty bad. Really bad. But (laughs) I kind of want to like bring up the question about separating the art from the artist. So, I mean, what is your opinions on? I mean, like there are people such as Roman Polanski and Woody Allen who also have been accused of stuff like this and who I also think are guilty of it. But I still enjoy their films. Like I don't let that affect how I view, you know, Chinatown, Annie Hall, I still think they're great movies, regardless of the actual mm-hmm. actions of the pers- people behind them. But do you have that like thought in the back of your head that like this guy is a molester, this guy married his daughter, his adopted daughter, this guy tried to have sex with a 14-year-old kid, you know? I mean, it's not on my mind when I watch the movies, but like it is something I'm conscious of, mm. and I'm not going to support their further efforts like yeah. in the industry, you know? Um, it's actually, it's weird for Woody Allen, considering a lot of his films actually yeah. seem to be about... Having a relationship with a younger woman while... Yeah. Like, yeah Annie I, Hall and I think Manhattan is about him. Well, it's not actually about him per se, but his character is having a relationship with a much younger girl. I think she's like 17, mm-hmm. like in the film. I, so it's that that part is kind of weird. Yeah. And you're definitely conscious of it as you're watching. Like one of the things that I was thinking about with this art versus artist kind of thing is if you've watched a lot of Woody Allen or Polanski or whatever, and then you find out about the um the things that he, they've done, right? It does. You still think that the movies are good, obviously, but mm-hmm. you went into those movies not knowing about like the director's personal lives, right? Right. So what I want to bring up is if let's say you didn't know Woody Allen, right? Like. The first time you heard about Woody Allen is that he married his adopted daughter. Right. And then you went into like going into his filmography. 
do you think you would be more critical or think more negatively about the films because you already had that like image of him in your head prior to going into those movies? I mean, I know at least for Polanski, I had known about the things he'd done before I'd seen most of the films of his that I've watched, and it didn't really affect mm. my judgment, I don't think. For uh, for Woody Allen, I'd already seen Annie Hall when I found out, so when I watched Manhattan, that was pretty weird. Yeah. Because, like, that's so, the plot. So, so you did think about it while you were, or is yeah. it thinking back on it? I mean, like, it didn't affect, I don't think it affected my judgment of the film. It's just, like, it was creepy. Because, mm. like, for me... I've watched a lot of House of Cards, right? And like, yeah, me too. Yeah, like I, I really I like Kevin. Oh, really? No. Aw, I really like Kevin Spacey as an actor. But then, like, hearing about this, it's kind of like, especially because of the subject matter within House of Cards as well, right? But like, like I've never watched like American Beauty. Mm-hmm. But I don't. I'm kind of scared of going into that movie now, even though I know it's like critically acclaimed and it's really good, apparently. Without like having this thought in the back of my mind. Oh, I didn't even think about I, that because that's what American Beauty is about. Oh my like, god! He's, he, falls in, he falls in love with his daughter's friend. Are you who's serious? a minor? Oh. I didn't even think about that. Wow. So, oh my. Oh, but apparently he's gay. So so it's okay. <laughs> so I feel like it's very important that when we find a movie good, we should consider also consider like the way they. They thought of those ideas. Perhaps there's something behind that, right? Mm-hmm. Even through any directors or any in any film we watch, Ke- <laughs> for Kevin Spacey, I feel like he obviously shouldn't be part of House of Cards anymore. Right, of course. Right. But that, that really sucks too because he is the titular character. I mean, not titular, but he is the main character. Yeah, yeah, he yeah. makes the show. Yeah. Honestly, yeah, it it does suck. But the thing is the uh, industry standpoint that's like his job and he ruined it with bad rep yeah well, well, whatever she he did it, it, he what, what he did before i mean i heard that house of cards was going to end after season six anyways mm-hmm. they announced that as yeah. soon as they heard about his allegations yeah so it was, i felt more like a pr th- yeah well yeah. obviously it was a pr thing it's just weird knowing that kevin spacey has had these thoughts mm-hmm. and may have done these actions and he got paid to do basically like venture into the mindset of doing that for some movies or for some tv shows yeah it's pretty weird and then like we still have woody allen that's doing those kind of movies it's it's weird to me that like yeah i feel like we should always keep that in mind you think we should keep that in mind yeah i feel like that'll like i feel like you can't really enjoy anything then if you keep thinking about the personal lives of the of the presenter of the film or whatever i mean i still think kevin spacey is a good actor like i still think of course whether yeah. i love him or i hate him and recently it's sort of leaning to the second one yeah but like i still think he's a great actor i have to admit it you know yeah it's the same with uh casey affleck last year at the academy i don't know if you saw but um the uh, uh the actress that handed him um brie larson brie larson yeah so the year before she was in room yeah the movie room yeah. which is about a sexual assault victim who's trapped in a shed for seven uh, years yeah. yeah i see that and so because she'd won best actress the year before she, she was the one presenting the best actor award that oh night gosh. so when casey came up to get the award she had the most awkward expression on her face and she didn't clap i wouldn't clap either like, yeah yeah it sucks too because there are people willing to stand up to 
to these allegations or not stand up, but like support the victims. Right. Yeah. But it's like, it feels like it's so ingrained in the Hollywood industry. Meryl mm. Streep was a defender of Polanski. Oh really? Yeah. Harrison Ford was the guy who gave Polanski his award. Wow. And like, you have all of these like awesome actors and directors and whatever, but then you find out that they're entrenched in this dirt. Yeah. And I don't know, like, I don't know how, is this just something you have to live with in the industry or is this something that like can actually be fixed? I think if someone does something like these things, they shouldn't be able to continue their work in the industry. But I don't think it delegitimizes what they've done. Yeah. It just de- delegitimizes the respect for them, I guess. Because I heard in um Last Tango in Paris, which is a movie I haven't seen, but I know it's about like a very violent relationship between a man and a woman. Apparently, allegedly, Marlon Brando actually raped the oh main God. actress of the film. And that's just, it's, there's like actual rape shown in the film. I don't know if I want to watch that movie. Yeah. I'm like very curious, but... Uh- but it's like... It's hard for me to explain this, but it's like, does everything that happens to make a movie have to be safe and clean? Like, can a movie that has scummy things like this composing it still be a good movie? Like, does it even... Uh, I, I don't know what I'm saying, but it's like... like no, I feel yeah. you. Like, I guess a lighter... I guess a quote-unquote lighter way of thinking about it is like in Inglorious Bastards where Christoph Waltz chokes out Diane Kruger in mm-hmm. the choking scene. So, I mean, that's still like a risk to her life. And it ended up being Quentin Tarantino that had to do the choking. Oh, like really? The close-ups were his hands. Wow. Not Christoph Waltz's hands. So, of course, being choked out, I mean, obviously they had paramedics on standby and whatever. Right. But, like, the idea of going to those links and then being pressured to do those links, too. Like, what if Diane, like, I don't know what's going on through Diane Kruger's head, but, like, it, what if she didn't want to get choked out, but she had to do it because she has the opportunity to work with, like, amazing actors like brad pitt christoph waltz and quentin tarantino so it's like because of the nature of hollywood you don't have any job security like you can be blacklisted like that especially if you're you know not a big star yeah and someone like harvey weinstein who's like offering you a chance to yeah branch out finally have a career and he has a proven track record of getting people like awards and stuff like gwyneth paltrow i mean she she's one of the biggest um advocators of weinstein's actions and she won an oscar because of him yeah it's like how how do you combat this because like i mean there are people like stunt performers right Mm -hmm. one of the one of the um things i was like thinking about is like why don't they have like an oscar for best stunt or whatever yeah but you're gonna have people end up like killing themselves trying to get those awards i don't know if like oscars are that i mean that big of a deal obviously but like you it's like a competition kind of thing and then you have the pressure of like you're never going to get this chance again. So you have to live with it. I I don't know how to like, I don't know if this is like in other industries like theater or whatever, but this sucks. Yeah. I think, I think you have to keep in mind real world things that happened in order to make a movie. Like you should watch last Tango in Paris, knowing that some of the rape is real. You should watch Aguirre, the wrath of God, knowing that Werner Herzog pointed a gun at Klaus Kinski to act like he forced him to act at gunpoint like I think you should keep those things in mind and you should be conscious of how something was made but but it doesn't necessarily have to negatively impact mm, the artistic value of it but do you think that if 
you're fully, I mean, if you're fully immersed in a movie, you're not going to be consciously thinking about that. I think the fact that you're consciously thinking about it means you're not fully engaged with the film then. I don't think so. I mean, you don't think so? Sometimes I'll be watching a movie and I'll realize it's tying itself into a real world event or mm. a real world issue. And then that can make the movie even stronger for me. Mm-hmm. Do you mean like... Because it's about something. Like Pearl Harbor or like... Like even... Like a World War II movie. Even like Spotlight. Mm, like that's true. I didn't really like Spotlight that much. I still think it was decent to good. And I don't I'm think not, it was best per- picture Yeah, I don't think it's best picture worthy, but I'm not going to lie and say I wasn't like moved when after the movie ended and it showed up that humongous list of all yeah. the churches. That was chilling. Yeah. <laughs> but... What do you think of like movies like that? Like, I mean, I guess it was fine. Swallow was fine. But the ending credit scene of the real life churches was the most chilling part of the movie. Mm-hmm. Do you think that's a flaw in the movie or do you think? Yeah, I, I don't think the movie was that strong, but I'm, I just mean that. The subject matter, of course. Is, the subject yeah. matter and a few things were powerful and did stand out to me. Do you think movies should like avoid chilling subject matters like rape and whatnot if it leads to like actual rape or like actual people at gunpoint can you rephrase that you mean like like i mean just because a movie's about a bad thing doesn't mean it'll the the thing actually has to happen to make it you know but i mean like if the director or the actor ends up raping the other actress because it's in the movie it's like i mean it's just i think it's just human decency that yeah they wouldn't do that but like even if it's, I don't it's, it's the like, subject it's like of the a movie. lot of a lot of the sex scenes are not real yeah yeah, yeah. You, can, yeah. you can clearly fake it yeah but i mean i don't i mean if two characters are in love and are having sex i don't think that's like are as in, bad as like a, an actual yeah. rape for a rape scene yeah you get what i mean <laughs> But I believe that they can, they still can fake it. No, I know yeah. they can fake it. Yeah. But do yeah. you do you think prevention would be the best cure here? No, absolutely not. What do you mean by prevention? I don't think because movies are made about bad things means more bad things happen. Okay. I, some of the movies just make about bad things to be more aware of them. Yeah. Yeah. But like I've seen, I've seen movies about rape and violence. Like I've seen a movie about Adolf Hitler. Yeah. Like from his point of view, like these things don't. Just because a movie's about something doesn't mean it advocates for it. Well, yeah. It can be, like, a deterrent for it through being about it. Yeah. Maybe I'm not able to rephrase my question. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it makes me wonder how real-world events affect a movie. Because you gotta wonder if Fast and Furious 7 would have been as, like, humongous as it was if Paul Walker hadn't died. Yeah. I mean, like, Fast and Furious always does well, but... But, like... Fast 7? It was, it was humongous. Huge. Is it, I think it's, like, one of the top five highest grossing? Yeah, uh, when it came out, it was, like, the top grosser of the year. Oh, yeah. Until, like, I think... I don't well, remember what and, year it was. And, and I think new- it came out during Force Awakens, so until Force Awakens... Wow. And, well, and most of Force Awakens' revenue was probably during... Yeah. I think what... I want to like focus on is more about you guys want to get into the film industry, right? Yeah. Yeah. Do you think having to like the pot? Well, obviously we're going to have to deal with having these things come up. Yeah. But like it feels like it doesn't feel like it's just an older generation kind of thing. It feels like it's consistently happening. You think so? I mean, most of these people that are have been old, accused yeah. recently are really old, and they come from a time when, even now, women don't have a lot of powerful positions, but back then it was way worse. Mm-hmm. That's true. 
I just feel like it'll take way too long to like overcome all of I think we're getting there. We're getting there. I think one of the good things or like one of the good progressions was the fact that like they changed the memberships of the academy to include more minorities and women. Yeah. A couple of years ago after like the Oscar so white thing. Oh yeah. But it feels weird for me to like have been so invested in a character that Kevin Spacey created for like however long or whatever to like enjoy Woody Allen films for so long and then learning about their personal lives. It feels like I was like I mean, obviously it was unintentional support, but you're still supporting a man with bad morals. I mean, I think you could even make the, like, in Kevin Spacey's case, I think you could even make House of Cards more interesting. Oh, really? Or American Beauty more interesting. Do you think? Like, noticing parallels with reality Mm -hmm. is just fascinating. Do you think that when House of Cards season six comes out, there's going to be, like, an uprising in ratings because apparently one of the reasons they did cancel house of cards season six is because they didn't cancel it they suspended production oh yeah they suspended production but like they're gonna like end it after season six right apparently one of the factors going into that was the fact that season five had or like the ratings kept on dropping yeah season five really jumped the shark i mean the show the show's really lost focus in the last season or two yeah i just it's time for it to end (laughs) but like i still think Kevin Spacey's character is fascinating. Yeah. And I'm still excited to see how it ends. I don't know if... I mean, it it depends how this how this ordeal like plays out like mm. we don't know because we don't know if kevin spacey's actually actually did this like yeah we just heard an accusation we don't know yet yeah i mean i'm, I'm assuming he did it kind of really sucks that anthony rapp had to wait 30 years until he was in a stable enough position yeah to come out about this like well i don't think if harvey weinstein never came like never got caught i don't think we would ever hear this from anthony rapp. oh yeah i mean I, I think that's true for a lot of the people that have been accused recently yeah uh, like I mean, it's just like it's just been a domino effect the last few weeks. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Who do you, do you th- who do you think? Do you guys have any predictions? Oh, I don't want to even. <laughs> I saw a Reddit thread where people were like, "Oh man, who's who, who's gonna who's be gonna, next?" Yeah, it was like, "Please not Tom Hanks." Yeah, for real, dude. I was saying that too. Like, if Tom Hanks is found out, I'm gonna I I give up. Yeah, I give up. I'm not. Yeah. Uh, He's like America's father. <laughs> He's just like a father figure. Yeah. Like in every film he's in. He's such a good person. Like in and out. Yeah. Um, I mean, we have to do a short podcast because if you guys are around Gainesville, The Shining is playing at the Hippodrome Theater. There's actually a lot of other good movies coming out over November. Um, Casablanca is having its 75th anniversary at Regal. Akira is being shown at the Hippodrome. You might see us there. (laughs) Until next time, guys. See ya. See ya.